0: Open up your wallets. It is stonk time on the podcast daily. That is Bill Landis, Jeremy Birmingham. I am Austin Ward. It is a hump day tradition to buy, sell, invest, hold, other stock words. That's what we're going to do. And who's going to go first? Coin flu. It's Bill. I left my wallet in my backpack. Uh-oh.
1: So uh, I'm doing it on the honor system. If that's okay. okay with you, yeah. you can
0: just... I think that's how they work. <laughs> anyway. Venmo.
1: Oh, Venmo. PayPal?
0: Crypto. No crypto.
1: Uh yeah, like <laughs> offensive linemen are fresh on the mind. We talked to them on Tuesday. Uh Josh Fryer, like, and like I will repeat, I guess, some of what I said on Snap Judgments. Like, I love very much the idea of him of him being this team starting right tackle. I thought in the Indiana game last year, and I said this on Kings of Columbus with Doug, like I was watching that game and thinking ahead, like Dewan Jones is gonna be gone after this year. This is their guy. Like he was awesome in that game. And granted, like Indiana's not very good. Like, I understand that. But he just looked very comfortable, played incredibly well, pass blocking, run blocking, getting up to the second level. He can do everything you need him to do. And when they moved him to the left, I was like, I hope it works. And it doesn't seem like that's going to happen. And now he's back where I consider to be his home. And I think he's going to be an excellent right tackle for this team. So I will gobble up all the stock you will give me on Josh Fryer right tackle.
0: Okay. On the honor system.
1: On the honor system. Two things. First of all. Uh, America did not
2: really provide a, a good system for this game moving forward well, yet. it's only been a week, but I am expecting It's going to
0: be much easier to track when there's actual game
2: results. Okay, yeah. fine. So America, I need, I need a rough draft of that pronto. Uh, <laughs> B, I once worked with someone who, the way you just said, um, uh, for granted, makes me think of someone who once said that she would say granite. Oh, like the rock? like She'd take it for granted. Yeah. Mm. And uh, she also said- Does that mean
0: she just thought it was rock
2: solid? (sighs) Maybe. But she also said, literally, instead of literally, but then she said- She sounds dumb. She said the word literally so much that like, it was unbearable because every time she said it thinking it was a word that sounded like intelligent, she said it wrong and said literally. She was just telling you she knew how to read. It was crazy. Um, Very illiterately. Yeah. So- Oh, my turn. Uh-huh. I, I just thought we were just talking about stuff. We are in our lives. That's what um, we
0: do on the podcast. Um,
2: I am going to, even though it's already probably a fairly high priced stonk. Um, I want more Tommy Eikenberg stonk.
0: Mm, a blue chip stonk. Mm. It, because
2: it's Apple. I think it just has long-term solid value. And we've talked so much about all these moving parts on defense and the young guys that are making pushes like Kenyatta Jackson or CJ Hicks or there's, you know, Sonny styles or like (laughs) the one in the middle never changes. And there's not any discussion about anybody who is legitimately threatening that position or who has any sort of ability to push the defense further ahead than Tommy Eichenberg when he's going to be at his best and healthy Tommy. Um, leadership time. We've seen him like, he's actually like opening up a little bit around here. Yeah. You see him like trying to get involved with things. Like, I, I just think that he's a kid that is going to be an all American this year. And I want those all American stonks.
0: They're good ones to have. Yeah.
2: First team, all American Tommy Eikenberg. If he's not, I want everyone's ballot mm-hmm. and I'm coming for you one by one. Wow. I will find you.
0: Yeah. I am In the uh, world. Not again. That's a callback though. I'm going to, snap up some stonks on carson hensman before i get priced out uh smart i i thought in spring i said a lot it's like let's get jacob james back into this mix let's see what that means for ohio state so many people talked about his experience and luke lipp raved about well he's going to be the next man up and and i know that's that's not uncommon for players to talk about their teammates and guys that they have good relationships with and and generally you assume that the more veteran player is going to emerge but uh, that hasn't quite transpired, and I think Carson Hinsman's athleticism and uh, the way he's at least talking about the game resonates with me. And the health. Yeah, I, I don't know everything that's going on in their meeting room, obviously, um, but if that's the way he's talking and explaining to us, generally I take that to mean a good sign that he knows uh, what's going on in the meeting room and then can dumb it down so that I understand it, uh, and I appreciated that about him. Now, he seems to have some next-level uh, processing ability. And I said on Tuesday, uh, by no means does that mean he's done and that Indiana is going to be flawless and the offense is going to roll right along with the new center. I, I think there'll probably be some speed bumps, but I also think that they are worth it to get through with Carson Hensman, where maybe in a, a month or two ago when we would talk about that, I was more willing to err on the side of Jacob James when he came back healthy. And I, don't, I no longer think that's probably the case.
1: I agree with that. Did we talk about uh Kenyatta Jackson the last time we did this?
0: He's um, been mentioned before. I think the stock is doing one of these. That's a study. People primer.
1: people can't stop talking
0: about him. Like Justin Fry said his name
1: like more than he said any other offensive lineman's name. <laughs> which like caught my attention. And the other the players are talking about him too. I don't I don't know what it's gonna look like. It's probably somewhat dangerous to Invest your hopes in Larry Johnson playing a younger player, a ton of reps when there's more established defensive ends ahead of him. But Ryan Day said he looks like an NFL player. People can't stop saying his name. You look at him and he really looks the part. When we watch practice, he does not stop flashing. Uh, I kind of think he's going to lead a team in sacks this year, and maybe that is a dangerous road for me to go down. But I kind of feel I do feel that way um so even if i bought some last week which i think might have happened i would like to buy some more we can all agree <laughs> that my conversation point from roosters on monday is r-
2: ohio state needs to find a way to have jack jt kenyatta and mike hall on the field at the same time it's not hard to do
1: there are 11 positions I, and that's not an 11 guys so they can that's do four defensive linemen what, they play what for. could
2: they call a package like that i don't know like the rushman or something that's probably mm-hmm. the way i would do that Th- that is a dangerous foursome yeah. if you're out there fearsome foursome oh i like that i fearsome. like alliteration <laughs> <Whoa. laughs> This motorcycle's got a little house on it. Wow! Um, <laughs> I, uh, I I agree with Kenyatta Jackson. Pick obviously. I think I I think I've bought stock, I and mean, we might have all bought stock last yeah. week, which is why there's so few to, to pick up. Um, I have been putting off <laughs> putting more hype into a another freshman <laughs> wide receiver. Thousand
1: dollars just falls out. <laughs> uh,
2: but it's time to start talking about How'd Noah how German money get in there. It's time to start talking about and Noah Rodgers. Rogers, okay. Uh, Sorry. No more prompts. I don't know if it's intentional by the media team here at Ohio State. I I saw that um, as a joke last week, one of the defensive backs, I think it was um, Lathan Ransom maybe, or it was Denzel Burke, who after another video was posted by the media team of a wide receiver making a great (laughs) catch, Denzel Burke posted, like, what is this, Zone 6 media, like (laughs) saying, you guys only show the wide receiver clips. But every time they show anything, Noah Rogers is making stupid, ridiculous catches this is a futures stock, but like if you had any concern about Noah Rogers and making an adjustment from North Carolina high school football to Ohio State, like put those to rest. Like that dude is balling when we when we've had a chance to be out here. Every catch he makes seems to be of the spectacular variety,
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, and I just think that he's a guy that you should look down the road. I don't know what's going to happen this year. Probably not. I I'm, it's we're already pulling our hair out trying to figure out how to get Carnell Tate involved in the rotation this year. But Noah Rogers, that that is an uh, I'm buying low, but I'm going to sell that bad boy super
0: high in, in three years when he's a first round pick. You, I I gave you guys a little bit of a hard time for future prospecting pickups of Lincoln Keenholz, but you guys were ahead of the curve. I shocker think I got to have some. If Ohio State fans are of the mindset that they want a dual threat athlete at quarterback, and he's not going to be the starting quarterback this year, just to be clear, but if that's what you want, if that's what you envision, the best dual threat athlete on that field at quarterback is Lincoln Keenholz, and I don't know what it means for the future, but it's been fun to watch. Uh, He's a more natural mover yeah. than Kyle McCord or Devin Brown. I, I think that's what stood out to me is that there's this notion that I I don't buy into that Devin Brown and Kyle McCord are completely different athletes in that they do different things. They are far, far more similar than they are dissimilar. Uh, Movement throws. And again, we don't see every full go scrimmage. So I don't know what it looks like when Devin Brown is scrambling in those situations, the plays that he's making. Uh, I think that those two guys can do the same things. Lincoln Keenholtz can do things differently than those two. And he's got a long way to go in terms of learning an offense getting comfortable here. It's only been three, four months. Um, but, you know, Burn, you and I both talked to him and some people at camps this summer, and the way that Cade Stover would talk about the way he played baseball and then the dunks that we saw, that's the dual threat athlete. So I, th- I only bring that up to just say, A, when we're having the conversation about the starting quarterback this year, you shouldn't view Devin Brown and Kyle McCord as doing completely different things, polar opposites. They're, they're over here. But for the future, if you think that Ryan Day wants to go to a dual threat down the road, that would be the stonk that you two already picked up. Mm. South Dakota Slinger. South Dakota Slinger. South Dakota Speedster?
1: Not ready for that yet. The fear from Pierre.
2: Uh,
1: that doesn't make sense. Um, <laughs> it is pronounced Pierre.
2: It's my turn. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. You Unless can. you were going to have a follow-up no, point. No, no, no. I just think it's important that people realize that what Austin is saying, like, Devin Brown may outrun Cal McCord on a 40 yard dash by a couple yards or he might jump a couple yards. Might jump a couple inches higher, but like in <clears throat> in the short space of the quarterback play, like I don't think that Devin's athleticism is so much vastly different. So vastly different that it makes it look like two different types of quarterbacks out yeah. there. I agree Whereas Lincoln, like it kind of does.
1: Yeah. I agree. Uh I would like to uh, dump some stock sell get rid of get rid of some stock unload unload um on the the idea of there being a let's call it significant uptick in the usage of two tight ends in this offense this year and maybe that is me as Burn pointed out on tuesday in the snap judgments like joe warrior was back out here practicing which is an excellent development for the offense when i heard that he wasn't and like they were talking up g scott like i just I still view G as more of a receiver than anything else. Um, and that to me is like, oh, maybe they're not going to play two tight ends as much. Um, but even though Joe was back on the practice field, I still, like as we talk about these skill guys and all the running backs, like they're going to have to find ways to get a lot of receivers and a lot of running backs on the field in a way that I think is just going to cut down a little bit on the usage of 12 personnel. You might see it more used more than it was last year because it wasn't really used at all last year. But there was a time earlier in the offseason where I felt we might be getting back to the days of Jeremy Rucker and Luke Farrell and it being like 30% of the offense. And I think it's going to be more like half of that, like 15%, which I still think would be more than it was <laughs> last year.
0: But, so. The Austin Ward plan is gone. Well, It's more for you to grab, now. Uh, I want to pick it up. <laughs> I can see it there. It's really, really attractive, but you're probably right. <laughs>
1: Uh, if we're, if
2: we're getting into like concepts now, what? I'm going to, well, you can do whatever you no, want. No, bro. No. Bill said we're doing concepts now. Yeah. I am buying into uh, listening to the podcast daily on Tuesday morning with you guys. You mentioned that, you know, urban Meyer used to want it 50, 250 yards, 250 passing. I'm buying that. That is the approach this year mm. for Ohio State. Ooh, a little balance. Okay. Uh, I think you're going to see a much more balanced offense. bill. You're talking about, you know, the run, the run game is going to be a bigger part of things. I don't know that it's even going to be more carries. I'm just expecting more explosives from from the running back group. Yeah. and I think you're going to see a a much more balanced Ohio State offense this year. Let's go like somewhere in that 51 to 58 percent passing yards to 42 to 48 percent um, rushing yards. That's a that's a love the drill down. We
0: call that a drill down. Yeah, some math right. I was, no, I wasn't paying attention. No,
2: I said no. so fifty-one to forty uh, to
0: fifty-eight or forty-two to forty-nine. which in the middle. You, so that's one hundred and one percent. That's not fifty-two to
2: forty-nine.
1: No, huh.
0: fifty-two. I didn't say forty-nine. Anything. You flipped
2: it. I said fuck. We got you. I said fifty-one to fifty-eight. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. Come on, man. What? I just think we're think bottom line is I'm fully expecting Ohio State to be much more committed to
0: 109% <laughs>
2: up. Got it. Yeah. So buy, sell now. Um, I, I'm I'm much more into the Are idea. Are you that, buying or selling? Now I'm confused. Now I'm telling people out there who just bought to sell because now oh. it's at 109% oh, oh, um, of, of the value. So just A yield. get out there and believe that Ohio State is going to find balance in this, in this offense this year. And some of that may be out of necessity because I think it's going to take a couple games for the wide receivers and the quarterbacks to get in sync with the offensive line. And I think you will see a much um, more consistent running game in the first part of the year. It's easier to do. Uh, And I think that you might see the offense evolve as the season goes along to more its passing. But I think in the start of the year, you're going to see the Buckeyes run the heck out of the ball. And uh, I think
0: 250-250. Sometimes you buy a stock just because you hope that it hits and you don't really think that it will, I would buy Brandon Ennis as the punt returner for this team because mm. I think that that is Wishful the thinking stock. best option for Ohio State. That's GameStop stock. <laughs> That's We're going we're gonna to make it happen. <laughs> I watched a Netflix documentary that says you can make it happen just by sheer force of will, and I'm going to hold it <clears throat> until Parker Fleming says, you know what, Brandon Ennis, it's your turn. I I know that you can get through a season using a starting wide receiver as your punt returner, and it's going to be you know, 10 or 15 more hits over the course of a year, and it may not be that big of a deal. Um, and I, the fact that Emeka Ibuka was still doing some of that while working through his shoulder injury may explain why it looked like an adventure for him fielding punts last year. Or why he seemed to not want to catch the ball or, in the middle
2: in the last four games of the year. Yeah,
0: I, that may be part of it, and maybe a fully healthy – uh, Mecca can change my mind and by week one, I'll be predicting that he takes a punt return back to the house against Indiana in bold peace. Yeah. You maybe maybe that'll... Like yeah. Buy stock
1: in that. <laughs>
0: <happening>. <laughs> maybe that'll happen. Seems
1: like, can I buy
2: stock? Yeah. Yeah. Go for it.
0: It'll pay off. It'll yield. This
2: is another one of those situations where you have young players that you have to find some way to get on the field. Yeah. Like Brandon Innes is from Miami, Florida. Okay. Like, That's a ways he from He made a decision to come to Ohio State when he had a lot of opportunity in the NIL marketplace uh to to thrive and uh this is a chance to say we have to find a way to utilize him get him on the field make sure he feels like he's part of the future one way or another because it's hard to envision much like noah rogers how you get him in the field in in the actual offense early and
0: you know in meaningful reps but if you can trust him to catch the punt he's the guy that should be back there. he's been in that group of four that in the practices we saw was fielding punts early now that's not a live return but i married that idea in my mind with the route and the post that he caught from Kyle McCord for the touchdown and I thought, Eureka. Mm-hmm. Let him do it. Save the wear and tear on a Uh Some of the adventurous returns that we saw. Save the book. Save the book and turn Innis. Loose. No, just turn Innis. You know, get it?
1: It's like, like,
0: it's in, like you're turning inward. Inward.
1: Oh. Yeah. didn't work they start with the same two letters oh.
0: <laughs> not everyone's a home run folks nope <laughs> sometimes you swing and you miss that was this as we closed out a wednesday stonk watch on the podcast daily uh, thank you very much again for joining us we have more coverage coming this week as training camp rolls along at ohio state we'll be back in the woody later today wednesday stay tuned for that that's bill and burham i'm austin talk to you later